Welcome back. It's Tuesday, January 10th in the NBA. My three favorite picks are on the way. Let's recap. Yesterday, halted the losing streak, got in the winning column. A two-in-one day. Russell Westbrook and Kyle Kuzma both get it done. Giannis does not. Back into the winning column. That's what we love to see. Let's keep that momentum going today. And if you're new, welcome aboard. We do these videos every single day. My name's Austin. Welcome to the call in our shot community. We have a lot of fun over here. We got a fresh haircut. We're not missing any more bets the rest of the year. Look, hit that subscribe button if you're new. Hit that like button too. Drop your favorite picks in the comments. A lot of people are reading the comments and you guys are tossing out some winners. So that's what the call on our shot community is all about. We're a community here. Drop your favorite picks in the comments. Subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the videos. Trying to close in on 70K subscribers. We might actually hit 69K today. Either way, join our chalkboard. That would be awesome. It's a free group discussion app, our chalkboard. We're closing in on 5,000 members over there. It's fun to talk to you guys. You can share your bet slips. You can track your, your bets as well in there. It's just a lot of fun interacting with the community. Go join it. It's a top. It's completely free. It's the top link in the description. Let's hop into the favorite place. Not going to put a best bet of the day out there. All our best bets, I always want to put one and a half units on, more money than usual. And I don't really Really feel comfortable doing that in the current state of the NBA, but we'll start with the guy that's probably on the thumbnail. Who, what, where, when? Kawhi Leonard will take his over 25 and a half points, minus 105 on DraftKings. Now, I'm going to halt the slides on the, on the side because I want to put up something. Look, this is playable at 26 and a half, but I encourage people to always try to get multiple different sports books and shop different lines. Now, as I record this, you see FanDuel has 26 and a half, but for more juice than DraftKings, minus 105. Look, it makes no sense for me to come out here and put 26 and a half when I can get better odds in a better line on DraftKings. Enough of the soapbox. I'm just saying you might want to have more than just one sportsbook account if you're in a legal state. Obviously, some people don't have the ability to do that, and they have to kind of stick with one. But let's talk about back to Kawhi Leonard, him and the Clippers at home facing the Mavericks. And look, the Clippers in a must-win scenario here. They've lost six straight games. They are three and a half point favorites. Paul George is out for this game. Luka Doncic. Not necessarily sure if he plays or not. Luke Kennard of the Clippers is off, out. He's off the bench. But look at Kawhi Leonard. Going to come out here and have to carry this team without Paul George. And Luka is questionable. I anticipate he plays. But I still do think Kawhi Leonard is going to go out there and have to do his business. Now, the Clippers, normally if there's this is a must-win game, we'll see Kawhi Leonard go guard Luka. Don't necessarily think that's the case today. I think they'll put Batum, Marcus Morris, kind of throw him different looks. Kawhi Leonard, obviously, they know how much he needs to do on the offensive side. No need to get him into foul trouble, have him exert a ton of energy on the defensive side of the court. Now, let's talk about him a little bit more. In the last game, when Paul George missed, Kawhi Leonard, 29 points, 9 for 23 shooting. So, very inefficient night, 31, 9.1% from the field versus Atlanta, and that was a loss. A game that they combined to score 100 or 220 points. So, that's not necessarily a very high-scoring game. Sometimes Hawks games go into, like, the 270s. This game against the Mavericks could be low-scoring, but I think Kawhi is going to have to get it done. And while he wasn't very efficient his last two games without pg 29 and 31 points on 23 and 26 field goal attempts now he doesn't shoot 20 plus times very often normally because paul george is attempting 20 or more shots on the other side but if he's going to attempt 20 plus shots i'll take the over any day of the week now let's talk with the mavericks like i said luca might play might not but dorian finney smith not going to play he's their best wing defender even josh green a pretty good wing defender off the bench both those guys out so they really have don't have a lot of answers. We took Tatum's over against the Mavericks a couple nights ago. And while he didn't necessarily hit his regular over, he did score 29 points and probably would have hit it if it weren't a blowout. I don't see this game being blowout. We know Kawhi normally shows up again and has delivered against the Mavericks, not just in the regular season, in the playoffs. In his last 18 games for Dallas, including the playoffs, he's averaged 30.9 points per game going over this line in 15 of 18 games. That included having Dorian Finney-Smith, a very good defender out there for a large majority of them. So like you're going to get Kawhi Leonard. He's going to get to his spots because they don't really have a great defender to match up against him it's going to get to his spots attempt 15 to 20 shots probably get to the free throw line five to ten times just trust in Kawhi Leonard he's not really he's not on a minute's restriction anymore 
the Kawhi Leonard, I think he can get it done. The robot, whatever you want to call him, will take his over 25 and a half points. Like I said, I take it at 26 and a half. Just obviously shop a couple books before you place your bets just so you get the best odds, whatever is available at the time of you watching this video. Let's move on to my second pick. Another guy that could make the thumbnail, but probably won't. Mr. Lowry Markinen. I like his over 25 and a half points, minus 105 on DraftKings. I'm all aboard the Markinen train and I'm here. Now playable to 26 and a half. Hey, look, Kawhi and Markinen, both the same line. We need them both to show up. Now, Markinen, the Jazz, back at home facing the Cavaliers. And while the Cavaliers are a tough task for Markinen, I think he's going to have to show up. The over-under for this game, 227. That's very high for a Cavaliers game. And the Jazz are only three and a half point underdogs. Like the Cavaliers have not been a very good road team. And if this is a close game, that probably means Markinen has to be doing his job. And he's been playing very, very well, playing out of this world, in fact. And ever since the Euro basket, he's been insane. But over the last eight games, Markinen averaging 31 and a half points per game over this line in seven of eight. The only game he did not hit was his last game against Memphis. He only played 21, well, played 29 minutes, scored 21 points. I don't really think he played a whole lot. It was a back to back that kind of rest him a little bit in that one. But Markinen, over this last eight game stretch, averaging 19.9 field goal attempts per game. And then he's going to go up because Kelly Olenek, Taylor Horton Tucker, Colin Sexton are all out. Now, the last two, as I just mentioned, both guards don't necessarily affect Markkinen's minutes, but they are guys that are, are going to play in the rotation and are going to get their shots. So with Olenek out, that increases his minutes as a big man, but the Jazz are going to be need him out there for his size. We're going to see Markkinen out there a good amount, hopefully over 32 minutes, 36 minutes in this game. And they played back on December 19th, I believe. Markkinen scored 24 points in that game. He only attempted 12 field goal attempts. Like I said, he's attempted 20 plus field goal attempts in the last eight games and 23 points in the end. You saw that Cav or Jazz lose by 23 points in that game. You saw Markkinen didn't score a single point in the fourth quarter. So he had 24 points through three quarters. He was going to hit the over if he played a minute in the fourth. Well, at least did something in the fourth quarter, but it was a blowout. So he didn't really play a lot of minutes. I think he played three or four minutes in the fourth. It didn't get done. But volume's going to be there. A little bit of, I mean, Evan Mobley is a good defender for the Cavaliers, but it's not like he's a lockdown guy that I'm too concerned about. I think Markkinen has to go out there at a home game. He's going to play pretty well. He's going to shoot a lot of shots, hopefully, and a little bit of added motivation. The Cavaliers obviously traded him away for Donovan Mitchell, who everyone's going to be riding on Donovan Mitchell's points tonight, which I don't mind his points as he probably gets it, but the line keeps going up and up and up. I don't want to put out a play that might change by like three by the time the game starts. So I think well, you'll see motivated at Markkinen, obviously coming off a short minutes game, so he shouldn't be he should be well rested nothing to worry about he can get us 26 points he's been very very good i'm riding with Hall or mr larry Markinen, and i think he can get it done over 25 and a half points for my third and final play of the day it's a guy in a team that i don't normally like to bet props on but it's the okc thunder and i'm going to josh giddy over 27 and a half pra's points rebounds assists minus 119 on caesar you can probably play this up to 29 and a half i think if giddy hits his over he easily goes over 30 if he doesn't hit the over he's probably in the low 20s now look if you need individual line points is definitely the way to go it's 14 and a half maybe 15 and a half on your book i think there's a chance he scores 20 points and cashes all these legs pretty easily now let's talk about giddy coming off a tough game a down game dealt with foul trouble only a 20 pras in 26 minutes so normally giddy if the game's you know somewhat close is going to play you know i don't know 30 to 32 to 36 minutes depending on how he's playing and he's usually a great bounce back candidate and i like him for this matchup against the miami heat they're in miami now the heat are down some key defenders they're going to be without caleb martin a very good ball hawk and but the other guys that i want to see bam out of bio sort of out there but if bam out of bio is not out there maybe sga has an easier chance but i still do think that this heat team regardless of who's out there they're still going to play the game same game script and game plan and then that's going to mean they're going to try to throw a lot of different con uh, different schemes and 
kind of different defenses at SGA make life difficult on him, force the other guys to beat him. And that's what they did. Giddy and the Thunder played the Heat about a month ago. Giddy, 19 points, 11 rebounds, and 7 assists. So 37 PRAs crushing this line. Over the last month, Giddy's been playing pretty well. Average 16.4 points per game, 8.1 rebounds per game, and 5.5 assists per game for 30 PRAs on the dot. Now, I put in his last 13 games over the last month, here is PRA numbers. Now, I put them in chronological order. I know it kind of looks like a mess on the screen, but the reason is you can look at it. Every game that he's went under, he bounced back and hit the over. He 23 PRAs a couple months ago. Then he bounced back with 37. Hit 25, then bounced back with 36 and 22, 34. You see, the, you see what I'm saying? He doesn't normally go under back-to-back -back games. He's normally a guy that proceeds to play well after a bad game. He's over this line in eight of those 13 games of the last month. Not too bad of a conversion percentage. And I like him to be aggressive today, coming off a bad game. I think he plays pretty well. I take PRAs because Giddy can go out there and grab 10 boards or even get 10 assists on any given night. So you take a guy like that, you want to take their PRA line just because they normally fill up the stat sheet. He's like a Luka Doncic-esque kind of guy. I'm not saying Josh Giddy is Luka Doncic, but he fills up the stat sheet in that regard. Just not to the um, to the eliteness that Luka might, but Josh Giddy's still a pretty solid player. I like his over 27 and a half PRAs on the road in Miami. So those are my three play favorite plays. No unders today. I didn't really like any unders that stuck out to me. I'm not going to add any plays. Just Josh Giddy, Kawhi Leonard, Lowry Marketing. Go get your jobs done. It's time to shout out some new COS All-Stars. If you ever want to get our plays a little bit early, it only costs like $2.99 a month, maybe $3.99 a month, depending on where you are. We have a couple new All-Stars. It's awesome to see this list grow day in and day out. Let's butcher some names. We got Ramus. We got Ernst. We got Moswuno. We got Jaini. Jamal. A-A-T-L-A-A-Tilla gang? I, I'm sorry. I, I'm really bad at this. Tyler, Deshaun, SRT, Savo, Bruno. We got Frankie, Robert, Robert Sam, Le Santos. We got Brian, Invader, Zim, a seven. We got Chris, Alan, Measy's Collectibles, and Feel Okay. Look, I appreciate you guys. It's a great day to be alive. So a Tuesday. We're going to have a big slate, I believe, tomorrow. So we're going to keep going into it. Let's have two straight winning days. Let's bring out the brooms. Oh, who says no? Drop a like, and we're bringing out the brooms tomorrow. Join our trough board. It's the top link in the description. Go check it out. We have almost 5,000 members in there. Love to see you guys interacting. It's Austin. Let's keep it rolling. I'll see you guys back in on Wednesday morning. Peace out.